Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ho, 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 guys. Welcome to day two of the seven dates of Noel. This is the 21st of December. And this week's episode, out of my, hit the mic. So it was really bad mic technique, wasn't it? Um, anyway, this week's episode is, uh, today's episode week, today's little snippet of Behind the Eyes of Tony is um, going to be uh, Venoms at War with Satan. It wouldn't be me if I didn't mention a Venom song at some time or another. Okay, so I did also say this is Heavy Metal Tones with your podcast, Tony Evans. I've put that back to front. I've been drinking a bit of gin. I'm recording these back to back. It gets a bit busy. Anyway, so at War with Satan, uh, it released uh, on the 16th of April 1984, running at 39 minutes 45 seconds as the album. Um, the track I'm going to talk about is a title track at War with Satan, which is 19 minutes and 57 seconds, which is the full side of the album. Um, so, 1984 was a good year. Uh, the previous episode I just talked about with uh, Power Slave was 1984 in September, and this is April. Now, I didn't hear this album then. Um, just to give you a bit of heads up, I didn't really get into Venom until I was 16 or 17, so uh, probably 18, in fact. So you're looking at... Uh, 1990, 88, 89, 90, around that point. Um, so I'd never really dabbled with the extreme side of music um, until I met this crazy, um, he's Mauritian, Mauritian, crazy Mauritian Melvin. Um, he sort of leched onto me as a low, he's a bit of a, I'm going to use this term and if it upsets people, I'm sorry, but this, he was a bit of a local nut. He's hanging around the train stations and sort of stuff. He was very long, lanky hair. Always wore tight, tit skin tight, uh, leopard skin um, jeans and pants. He was into heavy metal, death metal. He was a Satanist, or so he said he was. He was on, not on drugs, but he was on drugs enough to, you know, sort of keep him happy, happy drugs. Okay, not drug as in drug users. He was hypoglycemic. He was just a bit of a loot, you know, a bit of an odd character, and I felt for him, and I, I took him under my wing a bit, even though he was 20-odd years older than me. And um, anyway, 
he gave me this album um and he said i want you to listen to this you got if you're gonna listen to heavy metal you know because at that time i was listening to your maidens and your um your steve vies and your, your white snakes and your all that sort of stuff that was bubbling around in the late 80s and um he gave me and Judas Priest and stuff, and he gave me this album, and he gave it to me on cassette, because I had a cassette, I had a personal Walkman, and that's why I'd really consume music at that particular time, because I couldn't afford vinyl very much, and so I would copy people's records or get them to copy them for me, and he gave it to me. Now at that particular time, I was living in a squat in uh, Wimbledon, which is in South London for those outside of the UK. Uh, and I actually living next door to, well, squatting next door to the uh, wife from, um, the Victor Meldrew's wife from um, One Foot in the Grave. Lovely lady. Anyway, that's a whole different podcast with lots of different crazy stories, but I was living there, and he'd give me this cassette, and I hadn't really listened to it, and um, so I was walking from that squat to the train station to go back to my parents' place and you had to cross this dark train track and there was not the street lights were really shit there. It was dark and quite off the beaten track. And I put this album on and like I said before with the Rhyme the Ancient Mariner, I kid you not guys, I genuinely thought that I'd done something unnatural. Like I thought this surely um I shouldn't be listening to this, and I, I, I'm not Christian, you know. I'm a, I'm a mixed faith, faith family. I'm a half Jew, half Christian. Not really either of them, and and so, not being of the, you know, that particular. I was never thought about sin or the devil, but this it really grabbed me by my young balls and threw me around a bit. Now I was wearing uh, a pentagram around my neck that he'd also given me. But you know, for, you know, you're young, you do these things, right? And, you know, it's 19 minutes and 57 seconds. It is a prog masterpiece for those that like. It's just not heavy. It's not... For a band, that this is like their third album in, and they produced an album that is a piece of music which you wouldn't expect from a New Orleans-based band. I mean, Maiden had some progressive tendencies, but not until much later, maybe to really not till Seventh Son... Um, and it's it's you know it has thunder and lightning and it has um, uh, cr- uh, satanic verse. It's got um, lo-fi production. It's in a word. If you've never listened to it and you're susceptible, and remember this is pre-internet, it scared the shit out of me. And it was like a roller coaster. I remember stopping it when I got to the train tracks and I thought, I don't know, I can't go across these dark tracks. Listen to this. And it wasn't until I got to the light of the train station I really started it again. And um, it has stuck with me forever since. And they are now, they always will be, and uh, oh, there's a car in the background. Um, I always go back to them as being one of the influences of music in my life because they mix the punk with aggression, with satanic imagery, with uh, just rock and roll fun, right? Um, you know, people have a go for the light, lo-fi. That's the best bit about it. That's what punk was so good about. It was that DIY. Anyone can do it. This sounds like they did it in their shed. It's just fucking brilliant. You know, Kronos and Mantis and Abaddon. 
you know, a three-piece making that kind of noise and brave enough to make that kind of noise for a whole side of an album. You know, where, uh, you know, I'm sure, I mean, HMV, the record store in the UK, pulled it from the shelves after two weeks of it being on the shelves because of its anti-Christian statement. Um, I've got a fantastic signed copy of it. I won't tell you what it says on it because I will get expletives too much in this show. But that's the second album for me. The second song, it's actually one piece of music, but it comes off the whole album. It's just wonderful. Go out there and listen to it. See if it make, evokes the same kind of emotion to you. Young guys who are out there listening to this podcast are new to metal. It will do that to you. The jaded ones, it probably won't. It's a sad, sad fact that it won't. And there's not much out there that will do that now. And hey, it's just the way it's. I, well, I feel lucky that I live in a time when I could put that on and I could be viscerally moved and changed. And and, and, and just it is just brilliant. You know, the thunderclaps, the, the word, spoken word, it just draws you in and it, and it just keeps going. And you think, how am I? 19 minutes and 57 seconds just flies by. Um, and, and so, you know, for me, that is number two. And I think uh, on this list, and I would say, urge you to go out and find it on any streaming service you can. Anyway, that's me, guys. Um, I'll talk to you tomorrow, day three of the seven dates of Noel. Grab a gin, grab a whiskey, grab a drink, grab a Coke, whatever you have, even a cup of tea, which I shall do in a minute, and enjoy At War with Satan. Bye, guys. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 